That Sticking About podcast with Mike and Johnny. You alright, Mike? Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what have you been, what have you been up to? I've not been up to that much, actually. Uh, what have I been up to this week? Oh, did uh, did some fireworks on uh, Bonfire Night. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, Homemade? No. Uh, I'd probably lose her fingers. Yeah, bought a pack of fireworks, just a few, because she'd already been taken out to a bonfire on, on Saturday, so I just thought I'd just do a few. Got these fireworks from the yeah. supermarket, and uh, they like set them off like one by one, and they were just like... <laughs> they were proper <laughs> rubbish. I mean, like, they lasted like seconds... And they had like minimal explosions and and sound and all sorts. They were just absolute garbage. And I just went and and it finished. Like she was like stood there watching, and I'd finished. And she, I went, uh, "Did you like that?" Then and she went, <laughs> "They're not the best, Daddy." <laughs> These are honest. You well, know? well, yeah. well. So you didn't go down the homemade route or try to modify them. You're not, gonna, you're not allowed to do that. Uh, well, well, I uh. I got some, and I, I like putting all the fuses together, getting about four or five of them, twisting all the fuses together, and then lighting them and just see what happens. What's up, everybody? Me and a couple of friends are out here in the cold. We're about to blow some shit up. That's what we did. The kids loved it. They, they didn't know the danger that they were potentially in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they wondered why I was cowering behind the wheelie bins. Behind but, the, uh, cowering behind your kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we did some fireworks. We were good. They were good. We had to do the uh, low noise ones because of the dog. Oh, but, right. Uh, Maybe that's what it, I got. Maybe I got low noise ones by accident. Low, oh, no, these were, low these noise, were good. Low noise and low effects. That's it. So. it may, honestly, I might as well have just, just got like 10 matches and lit them. That's how crap it was. Did you ever make your own smoke bombs when you were younger? No. For matches? Why do you always say it like... Oh God, no! God, what is so ah? What a mischievous young boy he was! Why did you? <laughs> why did you say that? Did because, you ever do that? No. Oh well, it's either I had a misspent youth, or I'm not a terrorist. Youth. I'm not a terrorist in the making. <laughs> Tonight, your pukes will sleep with your rifles. They will give your rifles a girl's name because this is the only pussy you people are going to get. <laughs> Did you never do it? I, 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 I've almost burnt down my mum's house a few times, some crazy things that I've done. Uh, to be fair, to be honest, I've got a bit of a fear of fire. Have you? Yeah, a little oh, bit, right. yeah. We got, we got about, uh, you know the big box of Cook's matches? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Get, uh, so we got one of them, and we bought a couple of tennis balls. You cut the tennis balls in half, right? Yeah. And in one half, you put gravel, Yeah. and then in the other half, you chop the tops off the, the matches, so it's just the... Like the starter bit, the yeah, red yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah. You st- stuff one half with them, put them together, sellotape them together, mm. right? And then throw them as hard as you can. And the gravel obviously touches the the igniter bits on yeah. the matches, the flammable heads, and it, it sets off and it just produces loads of smoke. So oh, I've done wow. that. Yeah, yeah, we used to do that all the time. And then we used, to, we used to nick uh, magnesium from high school do you oh, remember yeah. magnesium? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's set on fire in it to be dead bright, wasn't it? Is yeah, that right? I used to 
Yeah, I used to hang out my window, <laughs> my bedroom window, also, and stick it into the brickwork and then light it at night time, was watching this mad flame going where I could have been potentially setting the roof on fire. <laughs> Just stupid things like that. I remember once we we messing around with white spirits in my garage, me and my mate, and uh, we poured it all on the floor, and then we lit it. Just, I don't know, I don't even know what we were thinking. Stupid dicks! Whoosh! This big flame goes up. It's not massive, but yeah. big enough. And we're like, flipping it, what do we do? So we threw a bucket of water on it. And it, it seemed to spread the fire even more when no it went way. into the garage. I uh, mate, I'm running around with towels trying to put it out. And then like my mum would come out, what's going on here? And we'd put it out. Oh, oh nothing, nothing. What's all this water? And just like, oh, we're just messing about with water, mum. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, that, I, I've, <laughs> I haven't got a fear of fire. I think... Uh... Yeah, I did one time. I was I must have found a lighter or something, and I was I took took it up to my room, yeah. and I was uh, setting uh, pieces of paper on fire and putting them out dead quick in my room. Right. And I right. remember I was doing one, and then as I was doing it, my sister walked past my room and she was like, ah, "Mom, mom!" <laughs> and I kind of like dropped it by accident, and like stamping on it on the on on my carpet, got it out, but I yeah. burnt like a, a massive. A big like ring in my carpet, and mum come up and seen it. <laughs> like obviously loads no of charred way. paper, mate. I got absolutely battered. I think I got grounded for about six years. Did you get the belt? No. All oh, right, the dog lead or anything like that. We didn't have a dog, mate. Okay. It'd be weird if we got the dog lead and we didn't have a dog. Uh, just, just. <laughs> oh, mate. As you know, I used to be in scouts, and we did. You know, remember air bombs? Yeah. The real, the loud ones. Yeah. It'd fire it higher up into there, and then boom. We took one of them apart, right? And then we got the little banger, but obviously it's loud. And we're in this um, scout camp, not in tents. It's in a building. Mm. Do you know uh, Giant Seat? Do you yeah. remember Giant Seat yeah. down there? And we're so we're in like a, a four bed bedroom, two bunk beds. Me and a couple of mates messing about, and my mate at the time, Wayne, he's got this. He's got this air bomb and he's got a lighter and he's going, whoa, whoa, pretending to light it to scare us all. And we're all like laughing, going, yeah, nice one. And next thing, <laughs> it just starts going, he's lit it by accident, right? No way. And we're in this small confined space and he's just gone, shit, thrown it on the, and just thrown it. And it's like a wartime movie where everyone suddenly sees the grenade and it all goes into slow-mo. And we're all like, just went boom and it echoed in this tiny room and we're all like ears not bleeding but ringing do you know what mm, I mean like yeah. what's going on there? next thing you can hear this commotion outside because obviously they all think something really bad's happened mm. everyone's ran in again big trouble big trouble but yeah, no yeah it's a part of the rich tapestry of life isn't it <laughs> what getting caught for doing stuff ah yeah I'm doing that sort of crazy stuff yeah, I, 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 yeah, I could go on, but I'd just be incriminating myself even more. I think. Yeah, mate, Actually, I, to, I be, wouldn't... to be honest, mate, you've already done far too much of that on this podcast. I, I was arrested for it, so it doesn't really matter. I can tell you. I remember once we sneaked up uh, onto the the Metrolink lines, mm. and we'd got uh, some plastic uh, drain pipes, mm. right? And so one of us would hold it on the shoulder like a bazooka, mm. and the other one would light a rocket and put it in the end. 
Oh, and we, we'd stand there, wait for the tram to come at us, and then light a rocket and fire rockets at the tram. Again, this is I'm, I'm not like this anymore. Wow. <laughs> but they, they called the police and the police caught us on the lines and we uh, one of the lads took a bit of a beating and all sorts. It was bad. It was quite took bad, a beating actually. off the police? Yeah, they put that... They, one of the lads legged it. He did one. And right. um, the police, the, he got the biggest lad of our group and basically smashed his junction into his face, saying, tell me who he is. So a bit of police brutality, and he, he, he's going, I don't know. And to be fair to him, he, he didn't snitch. He's going, I don't know who he is. He's just, someone just turned out. I don't. Smash! Gets the junction in his face. And he still didn't give in. And then the, the lad who had done a runner was hiding in the bush. He saw it, and he thought, I can't let my mate take that. So he yeah, just, yeah. he walked out and went, it's me, I'm here. I didn't go far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Officer. And then that was it. We were put in the back of a van and taken home, and they read our rights in front of our families. It wasn't. Did they? It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't oh. a funny time. Oh god. Yeah, but that's what you get when you think you're uh, sliced alone with a bazooka taking out trams. <laughs> you know I mean? Rambo. They drew first blood, not me. Look, Johnny. Let me come in and get you the hell out of there. They drew first blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it was good. It was good, mate. It was good. Crazy times. Crazy times. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been up to then? Uh, well, I, I've been watching some some documentaries about well about Willis. Uh, funnily enough, no, but uh, two of them were really really is it, interesting. Is it about sex? Uh, of any uh, any way no no okay. no but both well one of them was very inspirational actually one was uh it's an, a netflix documentary about uh ronnie coleman uh the bodybuilder lightweight baby Woo! 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 yeah amazing yeah. really uh, good i say i really enjoyed it it's uh he's it, it, it takes him through it shows you about him in his prime or before his prime working up to his prime and it, and then him now. He's and, in a wheelchair and, now, isn't he? Uh, in the documentary, he's not, but he's walking with uh, crutches. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair. And I think I read some about him this week. He's proper fucked. Oh well, I mean, he's still. He was in the documentary. He was still getting yeah, up at yeah. five a.m. going training, and it, but he was just such a positive guy. I mean, he's in all this pain, mm. but he was still all about just, just really humble. It was inspirational, actually. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. And then the other one was recommended to me. By uh, my good friend Tony, and it was it's called Tickled, right? Okay. And it's a, and it's about it's about competitive endurance tickling. Come <laughs> right? on. I can't. I'm not going to tell you too much about it, right? You've got to search it out. You've got to watch it. Is it on it Netflix? Is, no, Amazon Prime. It is dark. It. I'll watch it. It is it's dark. Dark. Right, I'll watch it. It. Uh, it it's basically it's that, this is in the trailer, so it's not. I'm not really giving any way spoilers. This uh, journalist, renowned for making films and doing articles on out there stuff, gets sent a video clip of uh, a group of blokes hmm. dressed up in sports gear. They they're talking to camera, saying like how they're a team, competitive tickling team. Yeah. And then the next thing, one of them is tied up, right, like bondage stuff, handcuffs sort of thing above right. his head. His ankle heels are tied up. He can't move. The next thing, they're all on top of him, tickling him, right? And um, 
So the journalist finds this quite funny. It's yeah. amusing. Right. Tell me what's this right. is a bit weird. Right. So yeah. How? What? Where's the? Where's the competition in the tickling? What? What's? What's the aim of the game? <laughs> uh, uh, you've got to watch it. But sorry. oh really? Oh really? Right. All right. He, he basically, the journalist finds this amusing, wants to find out more, and he contacts the the organisers mm. of of the people that have put this out there, and basically they email back. It turns out the journalist is homosexual, and they email back saying, "We know that you're a you're a homosexual, blah 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 blah. Why would we want anything to do with you? Never contact us again." And they're really, really quite nasty. Do you know what I mean? Telling him, "Do you want whatever?" What the right? tickle, the ticklers are nasty. Yeah, the organisers of the yeah of the in, it competitive endurance tickling, and then oh so God. obviously being a journalist, he he delves deeper and wants to find out more, and that's when you go down this rabbit hole, and it is dark, mate. But it it is it was a sad story, mate. It's a sad story at the end, but it's also a dark story. But what it made me think about is both of them were about like sports that well you have heard of bodybuilding, but. That you could potentially do, because this is what they were talking about in the Ronnie Coleman thing, saying mm. that it, if he, if they knew what they knew now, some of them they possibly wouldn't have lifted massive heavy weights, yeah. low reps yeah. to get bigger. Yeah. They would have done lighter weights, more reps to failure to get bigger because yeah. of less strain on the body, all this sort of stuff, and it would have worked out better. And I thought, I wonder. After I, I genuinely think about this a lot, right? What sports could we do now? Mm. Right, that you could become world champ, super successful. Uh, do you know what I mean? Right now, like if you think, if you think you wanted to be a gymnast, you yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah, could you? We're, we're past, we're past that peak. Yeah. Footballers, yeah, we couldn't, couldn't do it. We're past our peak. They're not going to do it. Yeah. Do you know so, I mean? so most sports really, because we're past our physical peaks. Well, well, Michael, you would think that. I, I mean, this is one that I, I always used to think about is uh, clay pigeon shooting, right? Okay. You yeah. don't need athletic ability, yeah. but you could become a world champion, Olympic champion, get a gold medal. You need like. Have you done it? I, I've done clay pigeon shooting. I've yeah, done I'm it. all right. Uh, in fact, when I was little, my uh, granddad used to have an air rifle, and he used to put a bean can on a stick and make me shoot the letters. Hurry up! Try to shoot that chuck. Shoot him where it counts. Shoot him! And I was—I always had a good eye. I could always hit the letters. I was pretty good. So whenever I've done clay pigeon shooting, I've always been all right and things mm. like that. So I thought I could become something like that. But one, you need a gun, yeah. right? Or you don't need a gun, but it, it's handy to get. So you get more and more training in, and it costs less, I suppose. Like, no, basically, a gun's expensive. Clay yeah. pigeons—they're expensive. It's an expensive sport to become. You really need the—you need the thing that throws discs out as well, don't you? Yeah, whatever it's called. But see, all this equipment. But you go to places that would have that. You go to a centre that fires yeah. up, but you'd have to pay for the 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 shots. Yeah. You know the, the cartridges. Sorry, the, the the clay pigeons. The time there. It, it, if you wanted to get good and put the time in, mm. it it would cost a lot of money, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I so did. I, looked, I did it once uh, on a stag do. I think we got oh, yeah. like yeah, we got like twenty four shots each. Right. And I think I hit two pigeons. Did you, did you really? Yeah. Wow. I think I came last out of everyone. Outstanding, Private Pile. I think we finally found something that you do well. Sorry, yes, sir. I, I, see, I, I, I think... <laughs> I, I, I've done it on stag dues. 
I've been to uh, exhibitions where they've had it on, and I've generally done all right. I've missed mm. one or two, but I've I've got it. I've even got to the point where the the guy gave me like some tips, saying, you know, you've obviously got a good eye. I can see this. He gave me tips, and he told me he said, just close your eyes, mm. like close your eyes. I'll tell you when to open them. As soon as you see it, just shoot them, because you could see. I was thinking too much, hmm. and it was almost like a Karate Kid moment, Mister Miyagi, and he and he was just like, right, open your eyes. I see it. I said, bang, bang, smash. It's just like you've got it. Yeah. He, he even said, I think you should go for the Olympics, but I said I haven't got the time. No, he didn't. Anyway, he, well, you'll never know. Well, as, so, it, as if he'd say, as if he'd say that on your first go. <laughs> I think you should be in the Olympics. He died. He said, shooting he said, for Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, I, I, he said you've got a good eye. They both, uh, I've had it a few times. People say that, oh. but it costs too much. So I started looking at other stuff. Right. So I, I looked at one uh, extreme sitting. Sitting on the toilet for long periods of time can all put pressure on the veins in your anus and lower rectum. The pressure can inhibit the flow of blood so that the veins bulge or swell, producing the condition known as hemorrhoids. Why? What do you mean? Why would what? Why do people do this extreme sitting? It's stupid. Have you ever seen it though? What? What? What's the aim of the game? Right now, hang on, hang on. I, I've got a few here. So, extreme sitting is not people just sitting down for long periods of time. It's actually you have to have something called a a sport hocker or a hocker, which is basically like a giant um, cotton reel. Mm. Um. You, you do freestyle, sort of dance, parkour, jumping off walls, spins. But at the end of each move, you sit down. So it's like you throw this thing up in the air, do a couple of backflips. And as it hits the deck, you put your foot on it so it stands out. And then you sit on it dead quick. Or it, 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 It's basically, you know, so you see street performers doing juggling and that sort of stuff. Mm. It's a bit like that. It's a bit like that. It's, it's rubbish, mate. It sounds, so, that sounds absolutely boring as hell. Yeah, it is. And there's no, there's no necessarily... If you were to tell someone I'm an extreme sitter, because let's be honest, you if you're doing this, yeah, you'd go extreme sitter, whatever, loser, do one. Because if you want to become... <laughs> you would do, yeah. If you want to become a world champion at something, then or be the best, one of the best people in that sport, and you were in your forties, and you tell someone, you want to go. Actually, that's that's pretty cool, wouldn't you? If you're You'd a world want... champion extreme sitter. No, but that but that's the example, isn't it? I'm saying if you were to say that, people would go, yeah, you've spent a lot of time on this, and it's just you've just doing a bit of dancing and backflips. It's a bit stupid, really, but. There's other ones that I think would be a, a bit better, but I'll get to them. I'll get to them. Go on. So there's another one, Go on. Quidditch. For real? Yeah, Quidditch. Ow, ow. So uh, my thinking on this one is it's it's a sport in its early stages. So it's it's like, say like triathlon. Wait, 15. Don't, don't you need a flying broomstick? Wait, hang on. It's like triathlon, tri- triathlon 15 years ago, mm. 20 years ago. If you've got into triathlon, the standard... It's not where it is now. Yeah. It was still good, but yeah. you'd have a better chance because there wasn't as many people. Yeah. So the competition maybe is not as hard as what it is now. So Quidditch, mm. right? You get a team of Quidditch players. Because there's not that many people that you've got, again, you've got a chance, a bit like Extreme Scene, you've got a better chance of getting to the top because there's not as many people practicing it, right? Uh. So the way Quidditch is described is a mixture between rugby, handball, water polo and dodgeball right now you listen to that and you think well that that sounds quite physical strong do you know what i mean mm-hmm. right yeah but basically it's a load of people 
<laughs> running around with a broom, with a broom between their legs. Oh my god. And since it is Quidditch, we don't fly, but you have to have a broom between your legs at all times. Will you ever kiss the girl? <laughs> with a ball? While someone else with another ball is chucking balls at them. And then there is another person who's dressed as the golden snitch, pretending to be that while other people chase them. Someone's dressed as the golden snitch, yeah. running, running around. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, oh, mate. <laughs> Again, I thought to myself... I give up. I give up. That, that's not for me. Listen, if there's anybody there listening who <laughs> plays Quidditch, <laughs> give your head a wobble. Let- Seriously. Let, let, let Michael know, because he wants to know where he's looking. I definitely don't. Atrificus Apophicus. Expelleramus. I've got my wand. So, I moved on from that. Ten points to Slytherin. You know the names. You know the names. Don't get me wrong. I like Harry Potter. I've watched the films, whatever. But I'm not going to watch them and then go get a team together to try and play Quidditch like a bunch of idiots. Idiots. (laughs) Well, that's what I thought. So I wrote Quidditch off. Next one I found was... uh, This one I think you'll like, right? Cardboard Tube Fighting League. Right? (laughs) Super long tubes of cardboard. Right. When you were a kid, you had two of them, you'd run around and smack each other, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's it. (laughs) That's... How'd you win? Do you have to beat them to death? With the no, cardboard no, tube? No, there is actually this... Uh, this you basically got to whack each other, but you have to hold the tube at the end. You can't mm. hold it in the middle. Yeah. Right? You can use both hands. Uh, the loser is the first person who breaks their tube, and a tube is deemed broken. If you hold it at the end, hold it at 90 degrees. If the end goes past 45 degrees, then the tube is broken. Ah. And... And you, you're not allowed to do any stabbing movements. That's mm. seen as a, a no, just don't do it. You can't hit people in the face. That's seen as a no-go. Oh. Don't do that. See, you're completely taking away all the all the good, you yeah. know, all the good parts of yeah. it by, yeah. you know, yeah. making, it, making it lame. Well, what I thought you'd like about it is you have to make a, a cardboard suit of armour. Oh. Yeah, see? Right? And, and at its heart, at its heart... It's got some core beliefs, right? Its core beliefs are people need more ways to play and not take themselves so seriously. That's number one. Mm. Number two, events can be fun without alcohol. Good mm. one. It'd be better with alcohol, I think. But yeah, that's, definitely. Right? Third and final core belief, cardboard sword fighting. It's fun. Boom. Straight to the point. I like that one. But, right, when you look at the rules, rule number two, which sort of is makes you think it's got a darker element to it is right attacking this is rule number two you have to attack until the combatant is knocked out or dead no stabbing no weapons i forgot a few hours before the fight donald trump called me and told me i got knocked this russian out because they're making him look bad on the news (laughs) 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 but again for me it got to the point where i thought you tell someone you're a world champion cardboard tube fighter, people are just going to go, what are you going on about? Yeah. What are you going They're on about? They're not going to believe you or think that you're a complete dork. Yeah, yeah. Now now we're getting close to my... These are my top two now, right? Okay. Bossa ball. You ever heard of bossa ball? No. Right. It's basically volleyball mm. on a giant bouncy castle with 
a trampoline in the middle. No way. I have actually played volleyball in a an inflatable skirt. <laughs> in an inflatable skirt. <whistles> no, you idiot. <laughs> I've played volleyball in an inflatable, uh, like like a bouncy skirt. castle thing. Oh yeah, right. Uh, but that the, does that does sound good though. It, it did. It looked mint actually. It looked mint. Um, uh, you you don't have to just use your hands, use your head. But as long as the basic rules are, it, it, if the ball's on your side, you can only hit it between your team six times. Then it's got to go over the net. How mm. it goes over the net doesn't really matter. You can use your feet, head, hands, body, anything. And they're all doing these crazy flips, back flips, smacking it over. It looked really the height they were getting on some of it was amazing. But its downside to me was you need a giant inflatable court, bouncy castle, and mm. a trampoline. Yeah. So you've got to go to a special place for that. Now, my number one, my number one, yeah. right? It's it's got it's a little bit like this, but I think if you were to tell people that you were a world champion in this, it it would be serious kudos. Everyone would be like, "Wow, that that's actually quite impressive. You're, you're an unknown hero." Uh, wow, right? Mm. Have a guess. I give you one guess. Guess at what? What what it is? What who is? What the event is? What the sport is? This we could do this. Me and you could do this. We could do this at our age and become world champions. I, I, it would take, I, I think to do it, it would take an, an element of a cutthroat disregard for safety. And this is why I don't think you could be a champion, but I could. But have a guess. <laughs> have a guess. You're a dick. Have a guess. Just tell me. I guess at what? It's a complete stab in the dark, this. Uh, Go on, tell like, me. Just right, okay. Tell me, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> like the stab in the dark. Uh, <laughs> right, you ready? You ready? Go on. You ready? Right, shovel racing. What racing? Shovel. Shovel racing. Yeah. What, right. Like down a hill. On snow, snow shovel racing down a hill. I don't like snow. Hang on, right? It's got some. It's got some pedigree. This, right? <laughs> It was it was an event in the first ever X Games. No way. Honest. They must honest. get some speed then. The, the X Games after the first event of it actually happening, never again. Too dangerous. Too dangerous. Did people get the hurt. X Games. Did people get hurt? Y- yeah, yeah, big time. I see. So died. No, but it's had a horrific crash. Oh, it, was it? It, it basically what they it did was this is where it sounds. This, it sounds like you you bet you are you're racing a shovel down a hill. They've probably made it into, say, like, you know, bobsleigh type ice or something. And you're on a, and you're on a shovel, which you, which you can't really control. Well, well, you know, right, hang on. The, the, basically, the one in the X Games was shovel racing, and then there was super modified shovel racing. So basically, it was a shovel inside this super amazing aerodynamic sled that people would sit on but be sat on the shovel mm. but they'd be in uh, uh, this race yeah. sled it was amazing in no way you big spastic you're a mentalist <laughs> right and that's where it went wrong because they basically made it too fast yeah. no control and it just smashed up this this crash happens it's horrific it spins down you see this body coming out these arms and legs everywhere it's not nice to see he gets carried off in a stretcher while he's getting carried off he's waving so you know he didn't die but it was it's pretty amazing so they carried it on doing their own competition and they they got rid of the super modified so you basically it's a standard snow shovel 
metal metal shovel you're allowed to wax it and do customized paint jobs that's it right but you can get up to top speeds of 70 miles an hour really yeah yeah that's, it looks that's ridiculous nah man it looks brilliant they wear speed suits crash helmets they, and they're just zooming down and basically as soon as they cross the line they just like jump oh, off I'll the shovel yeah. and then roll and they're fine they're fine but it, it looks top 2016, I couldn't find it for 2017-18, but 2016, you could win $3,200, which is equates to about two and a half grand if you came first. No way. That's not bad, that, is it? That's not bad, but, yeah. you know, you could be dead. I don't know, I oh, liked it. I... You got your two and a half grand, but you've got serious brain damage. Uh, yeah, it, but all right, and okay. You, but and, I... you, and you can't even pick it up. All right, okay, okay. That's what I would choose, right, if we're going for it. And I knew that you would you would get the fear about that. So I found two just for you, Michael. Just yeah. for you. Here we go. <laughs> right. Here we go. Right, right. First one. You do this I already. You do it at least once a week. All right? So you're already halfway there. Ready? Go on. Worm charming. <laughs> I know that you do it already. You charm your worm every week. So you're already ahead of the game on this one. But if you really wanted to take it further, there is a World Charming Festival. So you turn up, it's at a pub, and there's an ale festival and at the same time. So I would definitely come to watch, right? What? You get you get given a patch. You have to have a team of three. I'd be on the sidelines watching. I wouldn't be in your team because I know you've got special techniques for your worm charming, right? You get a, you get a patch, which is three foot by three foot, mm. right? You start. First step is a salute to the worms. So you take a drink. Right? Okay. Second step, you get five minutes to worm up, warm your patch up, do what you've got to do. But no worms are to be taken out of the ground at this point. So you get five minutes to do what you've got to do. And then you get 15 minutes to try and get as charm as many worms out of the ground as possible. Person who gets the most worms, world champion. I got worms. I beg your pardon? You... Worms come up from the ground if you stamp on the ground, don't they? Yeah, so you can you can do water, rainwater, make it muddy. It, people would did, do didgeridoos. They they say that the the oh the vibration, yeah, right. didgeridoos. So there's loads of techniques. So see, I, I knew you'd know about this. So I thought he'll like that one because he likes charming worms. So there's the first one. Second one. Yeah. Now this is a bit more prestigious, yeah. And the prize money if you come first, it's it's American ten thousand dollars which what? equates to yeah, equates to seven thousand seven hundred pounds wow nathan's hot dog eating competition because <laughs> you love a sausage in your mouth mm. oh this is so meaty mm. there we go oh so, so yeah right it is amazing you can't help yourself can you no no you get 10 minutes you get, listen, you get 10 minutes listen to me Listen to me, young man. <laughs> you, there's something wrong with you. Hey, you get ten minutes. You've not, you've not directly mentioned any CD sex thing, but you, you did it indirectly. <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you? Oh, mate, it's just sausages. You're a weirdo. Listen, you're stop being weirdo. such a potty man. Stop being such a potty man. Oh, because you love to put sausage in your mouth. <laughs> Wieners in my mouth, wieners in my mouth. Right, you get 10 minutes. You get 10 minutes, you've got to eat the, the sausage and the bun, mm. right? Guess what the world record is? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I don't know what the world record is, but I know it, the record holder's a girl. No, it's not actually. Is it, not? it was 
I've it was broken. It. Go on. This year, broken this year by a Mr. Joey Chestnut. Right? Joey, Guess how many? Joey ten minutes. Chestnut. Ten minutes. Hot dogs. Yeah. Thirty-two. You are way off. What is it? Se- Seventy-four. That's disgusting. That's mad, that, isn't it? But did you see the girl w- won it? It's just a, like a little Chinese girl who won it one year. She's tiny. Uh, is her surname Kobayashi? Yeah, Japanese, I said. <laughs> little Japanese girl. No, there is, though, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This... I've seen it, yeah. I've seen it. And she, and like, loads of, like, massive men. They're big, massive Americans. And this little, little Japanese girl, and she's just... Stuffing these sausages, these hot dogs down her. She wins. There, there is genuinely, again, this is why I thought you might be good at this, but there is something about being able to get things into your mouth, long things into your mouth and take it all the way down. Because you mustn't see, chew it that See what I mean? You, you must have to like, see what just I mean? inhale it. Look, you're even doing the actions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I've got, mate, hey. I've got a question for you anyway. Wait, uh, right, okay. Okay, there was there was one other one that uh, that was worthy of mention. It's a British one, so I thought it'd be good for you. But shin kicking, but again, oh, no. people just look at you like you were a nutter. That's uh, just what have people not got better things to do? It's the eccentricity of the of the British public. It's just what we do. It's brutal though. You stuff straw down your pants, the shin part, before you start get going on that, right? And then you basically you grip each other by the collar and you just boot each other until one of you falls down it's it's pretty horrific but anyway go on right anyway you ready (laughs) (laughs) yeah go on hit me with it right so me and you yeah we get stranded on a desert island yeah it's the baby oil it's the baby oil baby oil is one of uh god's greatest creations there's no baby oil there's no baby oil you can find baby oil Anywhere. I'd eat you. I mean, yeah, go on. We're on a desert island. What's that? We're, we're on a desert island. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to eat, yeah, whatsoever. And then this uh, desert island genie comes out of nowhere and speaks to you, but not me. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Yes. And he says, you, you've got two ways of getting off the island, yeah? Yeah. You can either eat your own legs from the knee down, yeah? If you eat your own legs from the knee down... You'll get rescued tomorrow, yeah. If if this next thing is something filthy that I've got to do to you, no, 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 no. Listen, or you could eat my whole body, and you'll get picked up in a year. You've got the choice. Hi, mate. Can I have a tempeh human family face plate? Rather eating yourself, eating your own legs be- below the knee, and you get it's picked easy. up. Go on. Well, you see. So you get you could eat your own legs, yeah. Get ri- get picked up the next day, and then you've got no legs. But hang on, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. After I eat you, yeah, I still there's no food. There's still no food, but my, my food, my body will last you a whole year, <laughs> yeah. And once you're finished, then you get picked up. So you can either be there for a year, okay, eat you. me, or you're so eat, vain. Eat, You're so vain. Eat, <laughs> eat my body. Your own. My eat. body's so muscular, it will last a whole year. <laughs> Go on. Oh, show me your, eat your own legs. Take it to the gun pick, show. Picked up the next day. Which, well, this one, is which interesting. one do you choose? Well, it's interesting. I mean, how much do I like you? Uh, well, no, what is interesting is if you were to think about this, like truly think about it like mm. I am right now, mm. right? Mm. People now are already starting to get to that cusp of thinking about prosthetics being better than what evolution has given us. Mm. So Johnny Peacock and his super fast running blades 
people would say they're better than the lower half of the legs of what we've got. It's it can run faster. It's going to get to that point, isn't it, where we're going to go towards a bionic person. That's how we're going to. <laughs> Elon Musk was saying it the other day, wasn't he? He was saying that we're, we're going to move to a point where there's going to be robots and there's going to be us. And mm. the next thing is we're going to come to, it will come together. If you want to live longer or if you want to improve your body, it will probably be about taking some sort of robotics into your body. Mm. So thinking about that, would I eat the bottom of my own legs? Like, I mean, surely there's some like, sort of like... Go on. Well, there must be some sort of mad cow equivalent of eating yourself, right? Oh, you like, mean you'd get ill if you wet yourself? Yeah, would you not? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But haven't people done it before who've been stranded? I'm sure Eat. I'm sure people have done it. Eating them, they've eaten bodies. They've not eaten themselves. No, eating themselves because there was nothing to eat. Give me an example. I've not got an example. but I've, I don't I've, think that's ever happened. I do not think that's ever happened. <laughs> Of course someone's at themselves. Why would they? Because they had to. And because they probably thought they were delicious. Nah. You've not answered the question anyway. Well, I'm thinking about it. It's a difficult question, isn't but it? But this is the thing. So, you know, you could eat yourself and be picked up the next day. Or eat me, get picked up a year later, but then you've still got your legs. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it... Oh, wow. Self-cannibalism. It is actually something. Wow. Would I eat myself? Gosh, that is a di- but you see, if I did eat myself, then I could potentially get super fast legs, and I could jump really high and run really fast. Yeah, but these this these things haven't been invented yet, so. <laughs> wow, it's it is actually a thing. Self cannibalism is a practice of eating oneself, also called auto cannibalism. Uh, wow. Did they do it in Stoke? <laughs> I tell you what, I'd eat you. You'd eat me? Yeah, I wouldn't want super fast legs. Right. I'd just eat you. Would you, save my, would you save my balls for your birthday? Well, like the Chinese say, dark meat is the best meat. <laughs> <laughs> best, meat's, yeah. best meat's in the rump, mate. Oh, yeah. Well, save my oh, ball, yeah. You'd definitely save my balls for your birthday. Uh, yeah. Well, it wouldn't be much of a meal, would it? <laughs> You knew that was coming. Uh, <laughs> what? Do, so wait, hang on though, because what happens to you in all this? I mean, um, obviously, yeah, I've, obviously, yeah, but I've either got to kill you, yeah, or, or you've got to help me cut my legs up. Yeah, good point. You, yeah, what, what? I knew, do you I knew you'd have to kill me. Well, I don't know. I just. Uh... I go. Okay, Michael. I'll, I'll take one for the team. Can you just? I'll close my eyes. Can you cut my legs off? Would you be able to cut my legs off? Of course I would. I'd be able to cut your legs off. <laughs> no problem. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I'd, do, I'd finish you, I'd do your legs and then you'd be like, what about your arms? You look, you're a bit lopsided now. I need to cut your arms off by the elbow. <laughs> but the genie didn't say anything about the arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's difficult, mate. I probably, I probably would. Eat my own legs to Would get you? some super bionic ones, yeah. You, you, no, you can't have super bionic ones. Cause they're not invented. There's no such thing. Because they're... No, there aren't. They are. They're already there. There, there is <laughs> why already... Did you, why did your voice go so high, then? Because <laughs> my legs were about to... Dis- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fighting for my survival. There must, there must be... There must be... There must be, like, super advanced yeah, robotic but, legs. Yeah, but maybe they're in development... What's to say that you're gonna you'd get a pair? It's not like 
I'm sure they don't have them on the NHS. The genie told me I'd get a pair. <laughs> the genie didn't say shit. <laughs> I'd eat you. The, the, I'd eat you. The whole thing was blagged by the genie. He doesn't like ginger people. That's mad, that. Have you ever thought about eating someone? No. Have you not? Have you never thought about... I remember, <laughs> I remember having that. <laughs> right, okay. I remember sitting there reading this book about... Uh, it was a magazine article about uh, a cannibal and basically the the... One of the things that a lot of cannibals do is they eat the genitalia. It just tastes like chicken. So what's wrong with it? It's macaroni and cheese. And that's all they'll eat. Or do, do you know what I mean? That's one of the things they go for. Why, and I why? remember just... You know when you're just in like your own little world and you're just chatting away and you're reading something and you just ask a question and you, you're thinking out loud, basically. Mm. Or maybe you're not. And I just went, I wonder what cock tastes like. <laughs> because... Because it was... It, See the you know cannibals eat genitalia, and I just said it out loud, and everyone was like, "Wow, what are you going on?" Like, I, I couldn't even explain to him because they were all falling about. I was trying to explain to him. I was reading an article about cannibalism and how this was uh, like the mo of cannibalists that that's what they were doing, and and they were just going, "Yeah, whatever. You want to know what cock tastes like?" And it, it, sometimes I think I'm a little bit too innocent. Innocent. That is not the word. How many times a day do you think of other people's penises? 